was a stroke of luck that I got to talk to the guest that I'm sharing today. His name is Raheem Webster and his stage name is Rise, spelled R-Y-Z, and he's a dancehall artist. Now, I don't think a lot of dancehall artists have a new take on things or anything interesting to share. I don't think there's new ground to cover when it comes to a dancehall artist. Interestingly, I got to talking with this particular artist and I thought he's at least very insightful. So. He's an up-and-coming artist that describes himself as someone with a similar style to Dexter Daps and we spent some time unpacking some of his story over his young music career, his thoughts on the industry, and what he plans to do going forward. But as always, let's start nowhere else but the beginning. So you say you started out um, JCDC, you started out performing yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah, I went to church too. Church and, and performed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I played the drum set at church. I was on the choir as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my people, they are like well into church, even till now, because they are the people, they actually built the church themselves and started it. So we, the whole family has that musical background. Mm-hmm. So you're living, growing up around music. It was a thing that what did it save you from emotional trauma does it give you emotional trauma i think it more saved me mm-hmm. um it gave me a place where i can exist outside of the um i would say the real world but i'd say it gave me a real world to myself because i can wake up in the morning and i have something to look forward to doing mm-hmm. you get me a lot of people just wake up and go work and go back home sleep wake up i have the drive every day to be doing my music mm-hmm. to ensure that whatever future i have in my head is going to come to pass yeah. so yeah it really saved me from a lot of stuff because i could be doing worse trust right, me right you know what i mean so you mentioned your family members earlier mm-hmm. um how many of them are you because and what I'm trying to figure out is like your core support group, like the people that support you. Mm-hmm. All right. So right now I have um, about four little cousins. They are producers right now. So they make beats. They send. This, is, this is all in the same family that yeah. you used to go to church with? Yep. Okay. It, right now, all right, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to dancehall music. Not even, not even really? some reggae music. I couldn't listen to it because Why? my grandfather is a pastor. So yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. no, they got they get they got older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, the younger um, kids that are in the yard w- where I grew up, because when I was there, they were just babies. Now they're um, adults. Mm-hmm. So the house, they got the chance to turn it into a studio and all of that. So when I went there, I was like, wait, what? You mm-hmm. get the chance to do this? Yeah. Bro, I had to get a radio put on my bed as a kid mm-hmm. and turn it down to listen to Zip FM so that I could hear different type of music because I'd be hearing gospel music all day long. I still love gospel. It's a beautiful genre. But yeah, to get the experience or exposure to different music, I had to really sneak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, so it does um, it does influence 
um, the kids there know. Mm-hmm. We, I think my aunt has a little baby. He can actually um, play the keyboard. He's about three. Mm-hmm. He can play keys on the keyboard already and actually keep the tempo. They call him the prodigy because even now if he hears a song, mm-hmm. I think Roddy Rich was the song about a year ago when Roddy dropped the box and he, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd hear him walking around the house oh, as a man. little baby. So he's a prodigy of music. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I didn't grow up around people who uh, were musical. <laughs> I'm particularly not a very musically inclined person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can snap to the beat. Yeah, I can keep tempo, but it's not something that I do. It's not something that I'd want to do. So I'm very jealous knowing that there was something that you grew up around mm-hmm. when you decide that music was it this was this was where i wanted to be this is what i wanted to do all right so um when it comes to the decision now mm-hmm. i was i eventually um left high school mm-hmm. throughout high school i was doing dancing as my um my main focus because I could sing, I've been singing all of my life, but I wasn't looking at it as the mainstream um, talent of mine, right? So, yeah. what I was doing, I was dancing, I became an excellent dancer at the time. What kind I of dance are talking? Like, the choreographic dance hall, dancing, mm-hmm. I could do hip-hop as well, all mm-hmm. of that. Even though I can still do moves, but I'm, I don't take it that serious anymore. Yeah, everything kind of authority so. Yeah. So, what happened was that... I went to Dancing Dynamite while in high school, um, got to the TV round and stuff, but the support, um, how would I say, the support from my father, he actually kind of shut it down in a sense. Yeah, so it kind of gave me, uh, made me feel discouraged in a sense. So eventually I was like, yo, I'm going to just stop doing this um i did enjoy it however um i left that at that time i lived in clarendon i went to denby high mm-hmm. school then i came to kingston um i was still after i got here i realized that dancing is actually a big thing because i start started going to parties and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um i met a lot of people that actually um i'd say influenced me to keep going but eventually, like, after a while, um, getting older, we realized that it leads more to where it's not making any money. I need to make some money now. Right, so I right. started seeking jobs, jobs leading to where I can't go out as often because tired and stuff like that. So um, eventually, while I got, I think I was around my mom in Portmore, mm-hmm. I met up with a friend. His name is Apollo right he plays the guitar so we'd come to half a tree at limelight link up he'd be playing the guitar and because i can sing he'd just tell me to um sing a certain part of the songs for him because mm-hmm. he can't do all that singing singing he can sing but mm-hmm. just the different vocals you mm-hmm. know what i mean so eventually from doing that constant singing and seeing that yo this is actually nice and the fact that the girls always say my voice so nice so i'm like okay yeah, let me yeah. just try writing a song so i wrote a song i went to apollo and i'm like yo hold this song and him said just keep doing it man and he actually sat down and schooled me on how 
um, to structure songs different ways songs with bridges songs without bridges songs mm-hmm. with different you know what I mean different um, structures so eventually I got the hang of it by just constantly practicing it mm-hmm. and then from there it led to me um, finding a purpose in it right right so afterwards I kept doing it it's been a rough road but I'm doing it. I like yeah, how you I mean. mentioned that it's been a rough road. What, yeah. what do you think was the last? What's the last thing that you expected when you started? Um, the last thing was realizing that um, a lot of people are actually selfish in music. So mm. I do it because I really love it. So I'll be doing it. Um, if you see me right here, I'll be singing maybe on a live or something, just mm-hmm. searching on TikTok for an audience to sing to, and I'd enjoy it. But you have people where they have the platforms, they have the links and all of that, but they would never share. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're selfish with it, and I realized early because even somebody in my family as well has a studio, and they wouldn't allow me to be recording and dropping music around them they had me there for like a year saying yeah i'm an artist and sh-, but nothing was happening so eventually i realized that yo it's a selfish game so i had to develop a certain i'd say venom in a sense to be more serious and um mm-hmm. not dependent on not dependent on what people would be how do i say you now not dependent on people a hundred percent that's right. just it yeah so i was there waiting to work with them and i was i kept going there daily because we live in the same community and stuff and i was going there daily and eventually i realized that yo these people are wasting my time because i'm here and we're not doing anything yeah. there's a lot of times that i see nothing at all being done yeah. and i really want to get things done because i'm doing this not just for me if you check even my instagram you see me right for my family i really do this because i I just have my mom right now my father is dead you know what i mean so i'm working to change the life of myself Mm -hmm. my mom i have a baby sister a lot of sisters brothers and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i'm trying to create something as it relates to the legacy mm-hmm. you get me so i'm working towards that so yeah it built me in a sense where i had to do my utmost best in a sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's basically it it just built me with the venom to go hard it's interesting that you you make you call it venom mm-hmm. I don't know if that means it is it a mean spirited thing or do you take like a negative experience and say okay i'm going to use this Mm -hmm. to fuel that's basically it so i use i like i said i realized that a lot of people are selfish and they it's a rough path music is just a rough path here in jamaica Mm -hmm. and probably in the world i don't know but it's a rough path there's a lot of artists you have to be the one that stand out so um i had to find my personal style as it relates to what i'm singing about 
um also the style when it comes to if i'm gonna dj or sing mm-hmm. or both mm-hmm. we are chose both because versatility is better mm-hmm. i had to find the marketing look you, you know, know that's I mean? one of the questions that i had you know i'm, I'm sorry if i cut you, you know mm-hmm. if you were to describe your style mm-hmm. to someone who's never heard the music before what would you tell them to describe it Ooh. i'd say smooth dancehall music so it does have the djing in it but because of the voice that i have i mm-hmm. sing you know what i mean so it i can do the hardcore but i try to use ah it, let's look at it like john wick this guy is so smooth but then violent at the same time yeah so it's a very interesting way to describe yeah. how you sound like, <laughs> alright yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people compare my style to Dexter because I sing a lot of music about um what, the sexual sex. yeah okay. so they compare it to that type of thing as well mm-hmm. I don't mind because Dexter is awesome mm-hmm. you get me so that's a good person to yeah. be compared to and I do look up to him we're from the same community so it does help you know what I mean so anytime people ask that's really the type of style that I go towards but yeah so let's get into the techniques themselves mm-hmm. when a song is coming to you mm-hmm. what state are you in what what exactly we're building a recipe mm-hmm. for you making a, a a song what needs to be on that list for a song to be made from you all right so it comes down to the first thing which is the beat mm-hmm. right um a beat has to have a certain amount of um melody in it if it's dry like you can just hear the drums are must have done so now how a beat dry uh, uh, no melodies in it oh okay yes. so they're like no 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 vocals harmonizing yeah. that kind of uh, thing no it wouldn't be like vocals because i'd be had adding vocals but mm. um it would be more of let's say if a person building a beat they don't add like instruments such as guitars to add the melodies and create that nice feeling in it cuz mm-hmm. it would complement my singing okay yeah so, so your, your voice complements mostly yeah, like guitars and keyboards and stuff like that got you right so things that can draw a certain emotion out in the rhythm mm-hmm. if they don't do that and the rhythm is dry so you can hear just drums or some um some they use string instruments but they don't use it in a way that is melodic it's just plit, 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 like yeah so it has a little dryness it's not creating that feeling then uh, it would be so hard to write a song for me the only thing is i can force myself to write a song and the song would still be good because naturally i'm good but cuz you're just that <laughs> yeah, <good>. yeah. <laughs> but um it won't be the best you yeah. understand so that is something that does affect um my creativity yeah so some melodic beat what it, else um i now, think now for drink like a pepsi before <laughs> you um well i mean on a regular day if i i, I think that if i don't like exercise mm-hmm. i feel more confident in myself mm-hmm. eat some food stuff like that it won't get done oh, okay yeah and also 
I fight against procrastination a lot because mm. that's a natural thing. Yeah. Especially in this age, like there's a lot to confuse you or get you distracted. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, what I'd have to do is I have a routine that I do daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I wake up, um, I say, all right, I'm going to start working out because I've been skinny all my life, bro. So yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my body in shape, mm-hmm. for, not just for me. For the ladies. For the ladies. Obviously. But also, um, they, I, who sang it? I think it was, I think it was Sizzla. He said to get a hit, you have to fit. If it's not Sizzla, it's Capitan. Mm-hmm. One of these old artists sing it. Mm-hmm. Right? So when I'm, when I wake up, exercise i listen to audiobooks these stuff are not just any audiobook i listen to self-help books mm-hmm. books that can get your mind stronger mm-hmm. you know what i mean so these stuff help me to be more confident in myself and after all of this then i start playing a rhythm you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then naturally it just starts flowing from somewhere you know what i mean so you just feel it it's just a feeling yeah. that takes you over and you're like it's time yeah and it just flows out the pen right oh okay how do you know that you've you've done it like when in the midst of writing or maybe in the the, the midst of creating something mm-hmm. how do you know that yeah this is enough like i'm done with this now all right so there are rules to music naturally mm-hmm. so mu- music you can tell when the song is finished because it does the rhythm is created in that certain way where once you get to the end the rhythm starts fading out but how do i know that i've found a good song that now as soon as i start um writing if i get ex like overly excited for the melodies or the words that i found and i'm like yo this mo- yeah, definitely. Me know say yeah, that song yeah, I go slap. From me like it, me believe say anybody I go like it. You see me? So that definitely helps to push to completing the song. And then me have to fight the procrastination now, cause I might right. reach halfway. Remember, we're in the techniques part of this this conversation yeah. and all that. So when you're facing the the. I don't know. I don't know if they're doubts. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're, it's friction or any sort of roadblock. What do you do to get over that hump to make sure that you're, you're constantly right. producing? So I've learned that it's like a reflex yeah. or like a muscle. The more you actually do it, mm. the easier it becomes and the better as well. Agreed. So if you do stop, like sometimes I get writer's block. Like if stuff in my life just ain't going right and i got to focus on that then it becomes harder to write songs this is why i had to create the routine you know what i mean so um if it is that let's say i'm there and i'm going to i'm trying to write a song i can't do it right now because writer's block um i just keep going at it every day until something happens because or i try i try to change environment Oh, so you physically yeah, move to another move place? just move to okay. somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. I think where you are might be the cause of it as well. Mm. Because if it is that you're having an issue, let's say at home, mm. you need to get out of that. Get out of that place mm. and go to somewhere where that feels new. And mm. inspiration will come again. You know what I mean? So 
that's one way to do it where do you go to like if you're in a place and the vibe is not right where you go to to get the vibe i walk walk mm. just walk yeah i mean walking i think when was it that i figured it out mm-hmm. i think i was about 21 where i was think i just i was working i think ibex mm-hmm. while i was there um i i lived down the road right so i would just walk home but while i'm doing that in the evenings i started listening to the beats and i realized that while walking is like your brain because you're not seeing one thing at that specific moment yeah you're walking you're seeing cars you're seeing people you're seeing trees birds this that your brain seems to be in uh what would i say it's in a accepting moment you get me because there's a lot going on it's not like when you're at home things are really still if you're in a room things are still but when you're outside and you're walking you're you have to accept everything that's happening around you uh-huh. so it's like your brain is open in a sense so that's how i realized that yo this is a way that creativity just comes you know what i mean so yeah. you know i never thought about it that way i never thought about i might try that i might this is why i talk to people because here i am thinking that okay i'm gonna sit in my little box and create um for those listening, I'm doing air quotes because I don't think I actually created anything. <laughs> um, if I'm to actually do that, it makes sense that when you're in a in an environment where you're experiencing a lot of sensory yeah. um, overload, chances are that your mind itself is being home to that. So you're that right. makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. And maybe maybe that's something I need to try. This is just another bit of perspective that talking to people can give me. Maybe let's talk about the, the, the more difficult parts of this journey. Because you mentioned earlier on it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome so far? Alright. I still think I'm trying to overcome this hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, music is expensive. Right. Right. It's mm-hmm. very expensive. So no matter what aspect of music you do yeah. it's expensive mm-hmm. in the sense of if it is that you're going to a studio just to record you gotta pay for your hours yeah after that you'd have to pay for mixing mm-hmm. then you'd have to pay for a video and you'd have to pay for marketing mm-hmm. no if you decide you're going to buy a studio for yourself so you mm-hmm. don't have to pay for time and then to um learn the learn the craft of mixing the music that is also expensive because the equipment is expensive then it's going to take time for you to learn it and time itself is a cost still yeah you know what i mean so it's expensive all around so my biggest hurdle is really all the expenses the expense yeah. right no i've i've put out two music videos the first one that i dropped i had to work two jobs to do that damn yeah and I, I was leaving um, one, going to the other, mm-hmm. and falling asleep at that one. Then I had to go home. I had like a few hours, then go back to the other. So it was just rough, to make that happen. Just to make How one video happen. That? I did it for about a month. Damn. Yeah. And then the video came to pass, and I was so proud of myself. I'm like, yo.
I did this, yeah. Speaking of pride, is that the thing that you are most proud of? Uh, so far in this journey like, is there anything that you've done that you're like you know what I'm really proud that I did that I mean I'm really proud I did that but mm-hmm. I'm really proud that I'm still doing it, music overall that's a good, that's yeah. a good answer mm-hmm. because like I said it's rough mm-hmm. a lot of people gave up a lot of people um, the pressure is something that can break you mm-hmm. even myself there was once a time where I felt like, yo, my mind couldn't handle it at all, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I got paranoid in every way when it comes to um, being, I don't think it's paranoid, but more anxiety, mm-hmm. in being in front of people and music itself kind of calls for you to be in front of people. So mm-hmm. the anxiety kind of was rough for what, me. What was brought that? you out of that? I'm interested in like the transition out of that or um, do you believe that you've transitioned out of that yet? yeah i think i'm back to my most confident self and building on that confidence right now yeah. but it's the work i think um seeing myself putting in the work and seeing other people actually accepting it now and um my focus becoming more sharp all of that it kind of built um it kicked me out of the anxiety once more and i'm like yo i'm more anxious to get on a stage like yo i really want to do this like put me up there please Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah imagine with me take me how many years in the future do we need to go before you're in front of several thousand fans performing live i don't think i want to say years because it could be possible like a few months down the line all right i'm i'm not opposed to that <laughs> like right now there's a competition magnum has a competition i'm going in that all right you know what i mean and they said the winner if you win you get to perform at some fest mm. i don't have second place in my mind at all i'm going to kill everything on that stage um yeah i don't know i don't know who's going to be there and I do have talented friends. I don't know if they're there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mention it to any of them. Mm-hmm. What's important is that you're going to be there. Yeah. yeah. So the aim right now is to um, get on more stages. Even just last week, I was at Jangas. Sean Paul was there. I performed that night as well. Sean mm-hmm. Paul was there. The Angel... All kind of different artists. You performed for them or you were there I at was, the event? Alright, so I did not know Shampoo was there or anyone like that. But I was just there and I got the chance to do one song. Which turned out to be great because I did well. But afterwards I heard that, yo, they're around there. Chiching, Ching, Lali, mm-hmm. Yaksta, all these different mainstream artists. And I'm like, yo sick did you, know you what like mean? go and say hi did you not really not really well i i did um say hi to some of them but not everyone because um like sean paul security beefed up bro you can't right, i would imagine <laughs> I would, you yeah. can imagine why yeah so um, that roof have you ever considered an alternate reality a different where, path yeah when you're not doing this or i mean they, like i said I, I wasn't doing this at first you know what I mean is after I met a friend and I realized that yo I've been singing all my life and also it seems very interesting to write songs mm-hmm. so I started doing it and following the path and then 
it became me. Mm-hmm. But I was so interested in doing photography and um, videoing. I took pictures at weddings and stuff like that. I really? had a business in that. Yeah. But wow. eventually I just felt weird being the person behind the camera. Okay. Yeah. Because I like being on the camera. Okay. Yeah. So I got you. That was it. Harkening back to you going to um, events and performing. Mm-hmm. Do you see anybody that you, you really look up to or anybody that you probably want to collaborate with one day? Yeah. There's so much. Mm-hmm. Shaggy. Yes. Dexter Dabs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even some of my friends, like, I have friends that are not out there yet mm-hmm. that really inspire me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I definitely want to work with them. I mean, because mm-hmm. I don't pick sides in music, by the way. I'm not like one of those people that, oh, it's over here or over there and you don't deal with them. I don't really care because right. I don't know these people. Right. You get me? I'm just doing my work. Do you imagine that's something that you could end up doing? Um, Do you feel like at some point you might need to like form allegiances with certain persons? or? I mean, I'm not... I'm not looking forward to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it turns out that mm-hmm. it seems to be the norm here in the country. Mm-hmm. But even if I think that someone that I'm in contact with or how would I say, if I'm friends with, let's say, I'm friends with you, you don't deal with a certain person, Yeah. at the end of the day, that's your problem it's not mine you know what i mean yeah. it's your you and him i'm doing business you get me yeah. so at the end of the day i'm just doing my work yeah. if y'all don't deal it's up to you yeah. you get me that's just how i see it mm. yeah this is a question that i had from from someone um is there a specific piece of feedback that improved how you make music now yes <laughs> so i was a softer artist meaning i wrote my music with no expletives but i realized that it does not resonate with jamaican people you get me so my producer actually looked at me and said rise you need to rough them up some more okay so i guess that that's what i need to do to my audience i need to like rough up people yeah, and just cause some yeah all right and the girl them like i used to be a nice guy to the girl them as well you know what I mean? Because my grandma grew my good. Right. And she's a Christian and things. Right. So, I'm not to tell the girl them, say them to do some. Yeah, okay. okay. So, alright. Eventually, though, I learned to say the ladies, however, yes. like these stuff. Yes. And I do too. Mm. So, I start to sing them. So listen, listen, <laughs> ladies, whoever is listening to this right now. I don't know why I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to figure it out. How do you feel about the reaction that women give you? When they know that, alright, so doing the music thing. Do they ever ask if I like anything? I don't know, like money, or they ask if you sing a song for them, or I don't know, take off your pants. I don't know, I have no idea what they ask you to do. Yeah, alright, so firstly, mm. the experience, I think women are real fans when it comes to music. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like men where them kinda just go with the trend. Mm-hmm. From a woman like you sang them, she support it, she buy it, she really and truly go in depth with what she do, isn't it? Yeah. 
But when it comes to um, the reaction when I'm performing, yeah, I love it. No, I mean like, like on the streets. <laughs> it, if, you're, if you're on the streets, mm-hmm. a young lady notice. Well, I don't know if you've had that experience before. Where you're just on the road, and a young lady just said, "Chalo, remember touching locks." I remember touching locks. I wouldn't say it's exactly like that. Yeah, it's more of um. Once they realize it's actually me, yeah, they kind of show a nicer side. Because, you know, women can kind of standoffish nowadays, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, that's really what happened. It's not really like, oh my God, yet. Yeah, I say yet because I've been there high school days with my performer. But, so, I've been there and I know what come with it. Like, when you reach a certain level of popularity. I'm not here, there yet, so it's still like... A um, natural transition, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I work on the part where the girl them start faint and all of that. I don't really want Do you think that makes it easier? Do you think it makes it easier for you? Like if they find out that you are you're someone who produces music or they, they like your music and they... Yeah. Do you think that makes it easier to either start a conversation or... I don't know. I mean, at the same time, I'm not a person who likes the... The... How do I say? Because I know you have the popularity, you're going to use it for try get certain girls. Are. I mean, like the abuse of power. Come out, is home. it wrong? It's, I don't think it is. If I worked this hard to get yeah. here, I'm going to treat myself with that value. Yeah. And you should too. Right. So, yeah, it, I don't think it's, um, it's wrong. Do so you think it's something that you'll do at some point? I mean, if you get the green card, use yeah. it. You see me? Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you get the card, the the free pass. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. May I use it up? Um, there's a question I had before about maintaining the the image, right? I assume mm-hmm. that you you care very heavily about your the image, your branding. Yeah. Um. You ever get concerned about maintaining a certain kind of rough image as a dancer artist? Well, I mean, that's going to be hard because you look at me, you don't really see, like, before I talk to you, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get me for being rough or even a ghetto youth at that because I am from the ghetto, I live there, you know what I mean? So a lot of people look and they're going to say, yo, I'm uptown and this and that. Even there, people who live in other communities say that because of how I look. So it's kind of harder to create that type of image in mm-hmm. a sense. But I just make it flow naturally in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just be myself. At the end of the day, it work or not. Do you ever fear that at some point you're going to have to try hard to maybe prove to persons that you're, I don't know, tougher than you are or nah. more... I'm not searching for no one's validation. I'm doing good music. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Honestly, that's how I feel. I mean, that's easy to say no, you know. Mm-hmm. Apologies for if I if I go and push on this, you know. But mm-hmm. let's say you, you've developed an entourage. I don't know how you feel about entourages, but let's say you developed a group of friends that like roll with you, mm-hmm. and somebody in another another crew get either violated or somebody feel that you've been violated and they're probably i don't know retaliating in your in my honor yeah well i mean you're not pulled into it yeah right you can't yeah i do you fall back I and say no nah, that's not my thing I, the thing is it really depends on the level of um 
what it is to retaliate to. Yeah. You get me? Because if it is that, let's say somebody just say you lose it, me? That's not too bad. Some would make them fight, but if him really and truly I try for physically, yeah. then if my friend them decide say them a mash him up, me a mash him up too. You see me? We can't go let it go just like that. Right. Is it? So we have to keep. At the end of the day, it's not really for proof badness. It's more of defending the honor same way. Right. Okay, you can't take disrespect. What? Not necessary. You know, right. Isn't right. me? Yeah. I just feel differently about um. For do all of that. Yeah. You say if you're gonna live, if you're gonna live this kind of life. I mean, if you protect your image, I understand. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it can fracture yeah. the business um, business going forward, depending yeah. on the level that you're on. Right. You know what I mean? So it really depends. Mm. Um, how I see it is, if it is that I don't necessarily have to do anything, yeah, I won't. Let me just say. I won't. Right. You know what I mean? He's, so, he's yeah. doing air quotes right now. Yeah, mm. so... Yeah, man, if the if my friend never defend it, I might think I'll just get it done. You know what I mean? What's the, the most memorable food-related experience that you've had? Uh, I remember where the looks of food tricked me into thinking it would be good. Are you talking about thinking that ginger was... Um, curry chicken. <laughs> that that's a big deception still. Yeah, but that, I'm like yeah not that time. one. Yeah. Not that one. Mm. So, I um, I went to Iberia Star as a kid, and hotel, and really, really uh, I was there with my father, R.I.P. to my pops. And I mean, but yeah, I was there with him, and I went into the cafeteria area. Uh, we're there and you get to choose your food so i saw this jello looking thing it was pink and it had shaped like a star so i'm like yo this look like it mad mm. let me try this bro not even seriously not taste bad so it was bitter it just not i don't know what flavor i can't remember what flavor that yeah. is but it's terrible it was horrible i don't think i'd ever forget that mm. you know what i mean so that did teach me a good lesson because it look good yeah but it's horrible bro can you cook i can cook for me i do i can cook for other people all the people say all right yeah but i can cook all right curry chicken right i don't put ginger in it because what yeah you don't necessarily have to use ginger but all right me get that I take offense to that, but alright. I don't want to bite the ginger, my friend. No, that no. Factual. Factual. Some just cook with what necessary mm. in my eyes. Some um, carrots, mm. curry season, and sometimes I try the coconut powder. Okay. Yeah, because that gives it a difference, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Chefing. See it. Can cook dumpling and everything there. But if it's like a group of friends that come over to your spot and they want to can't fry chicken. I can't fry I never try for cook fish like that before. Mm. Bro, I like the kitchen overall. But I have it in my mind that I want to become a good cook. Okay. You know what I mean? Because just imagine it. Yeah. Ladies come over. I'm going to buy my chef up the food. She feel comfortable. She exactly. just locked in. You see me? She no want to go home. 
she wake up in the morning yeah. and you're shirtless, you make eggs. Alright, man. Get me. Yes, so yeah, more and become good at it mm. eventually. I don't know when I can bother, but yeah, man. Yeah. It's said that after 10,000 hours, you've reached a level of mastery. How how many hours do you think you've dedicated to this craft? Ah. As I said before, I have a big problem with procrastination. But mm. the thing is, um, I think 10,000 hours is measured in about five years or something. Mm. Yeah. And that's if you do it five years straight. Straight, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm about close if it is that I'm going to cut out the times. Because I do music a lot. I'll be doing music maybe, let's say, um, wake up. I'll be listening to some music or learning something about music. Then it's writing, all of that. So mm-hmm. it really depends. Apart from that, no work. So that kind of take a lot out of yeah. And the then time. You sleep, yeah. And then you have to sleep. Yeah. Bro, I don't even that. sleep eight hours, five hours every day. Mm. And then I'm up. You know what I mean? So yeah, ten thousand hours. I really believe that's a good. Um, estimate of what it takes to reach mastery of uh, mm. of anything because it means that you have to keep going because yeah. the more you practice the better you know? at first you practice then you actually like you can tell the difference with practicing mm-hmm. you know you practice for learn something first then eventually lead to where you know it and you start freestyling yeah. until you make a mistake then you learn from that one so yeah. that's really the difference in the growth after a while hmm. yeah do you write lyrics down or do you just, it's just all from the dome you just both both all right so song like lose my mind yeah that one was written scarecrow yeah that was done literally just out of my head okay. if i show you the lyrics you'll see like probably three lines all i wrote down was chip glock full of can is there a particular skill that you feel like you haven't mastered yet that you need to master in order to maybe get to the next level? Yes. So, like I said, I had an anxiety. So I'd I'd have this little awkwardness when I'm on the stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, either I'm standing still yeah. or I'm just stepping back and forth, back and forth while singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I'm actually going at the people in the stage so i'm doing it like i'm actually performing right so right. i'm still working on it because i mean so is that like a dynamic where you it's like being aware of your own body mm-hmm. describe to me what that is like that if you are performing all right so no you first thing is you can't be in your head while you're performing mm. you must actually look at it as you're enjoying it mm. it took me a while to to get that because i was like yo all right i'm up here um should i be thinking if they can hear me down there um what is that one thinking do they like my song while i'm performing but then i realized it's not good because if i don't enjoy it you're not going to enjoy it you know what i mean so it came down to where i had to sit and observe this i'm watching people perform Skeng <laughs> proved this a million times. This man just come on the stage and just start jump, and him not care where my jump, him just jump. You see me? So it showed me say yo, all right. From me, I enjoy this. Everybody, I go love it. You know what I mean? So it took me a while though, cause 
I've been singing a lot of places and stuff, but I realized that people were resonating with the um, the music or maybe the performance. Cause the songs are good, it's studio recorded, they're good. But um, when I am to perform them, I'm, I wasn't as energetic or the connection. Them not feel it, you know what I mean. So it took me a while to really get that. Another thing is. I think I want to be better at harmonizing my songs and also I kind of want to learn to voice myself, mix all of that, yeah, and just build more, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of stuff that, yes, I need to work on, yeah, but it's alright for now. Like right now, there's a lot of improvement with my stage presence. Um, studio wise i've been okay there because i do sound the exact same way on um audio as in studio record versus real life i do sound exactly the same so it's not like auto-tune and then when you hear me in real life it's like oh this guy can't sing why the hell you know so yeah that's something that is dominant in my thing if you could give someone advice for doing what you do mm -hmm. right now what would it be um try to grow as fast as you can because there are million art there's so many everybody in jamaica can do music like it's like a black people thing. <laughs> i get that feeling nowadays like everybody yeah, wants it's to like a music. black people thing to be great at music mm. you know what i mean and there's a lot of artists out there as well mm -hmm. so the only way to be growing as fast as possible is to be constantly doing it mm. on a, with a serious meditation meaning that you don't just sit down and write a song for yourself and sing it to yourself mm -hmm. sometimes you have to get up and sing this song a million times today mm -hmm. to ensure so you get the best sound of your voice at the same time you need to go and try to get over the stage fright that you might have because if you do make songs you go on for performing mm -hmm. start recording because a lot of people write songs and they never step in a studio you know what i mean a lot of people even say they're artists and never write a song if you're really serious about it do it now mm. that's the only way for actually keep growing you know what i mean and look on look and the elders they actually have a lot to teach without saying anything to you mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i wasn't expecting to get all this heat <laughs> i wasn't expecting to get all of this heat thank you so much for all of your time um mm -hmm. i don't know if you're open to a part two hopefully yeah. when you're like you're shaking hands with sean paul you say sean there's definitely somebody i want you to meet the <laughs> gentleman here um i don't know where i'll be at that point but um my hope is that this was at least yeah, good enough for you i'm glad i did this yeah. you know why? why a lot of the times there are people that actually be doing stuff mm -hmm. and just like now i'm a young artist as mm -hmm. they say you're doing your podcast and depending on how serious you are i hope mm -hmm. you're very serious about this you seem to be a very serious guy so yeah mm -hmm. in the sense of that this is definitely going to grow while I grow as well. So we definitely would, yes, meet up so. and then it would be such a good thing. Like, yo, you, you remember? Like, you remember exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of that that ha actually happens mm. in the times where I was like the worst artist. Mm. <laughs> I know, 
You know what I mean? So I like seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Bro, I had people that I used to perform on the same stage with. Yeah. That got Grammy nominated. Grammy nominated. You like, kidding? Shit, serious. You kidding? It, bro, I'm serious. You got a youth name. Can you imagine how that's supposed to make you feel? Yeah. Sorry for cutting it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made me proud. Mm-hmm. Like shit, bro. This in bad for real name. Yeah. A youth name, Black Hero. He's a rasta. Yeah, I'm singing with Wayne J. I'm a young G, young boss, new millennium. You know that song that with Skilly Bing. Like I said, I'm not a music person, oh, yeah. so maybe if me hear it like live, then me say alright. But yeah, I mean this dude, we know him. We used to go like me and my friend Apollo. Same you used to teach me. Me and him used to go um, open mic events, and we'd see Black here there. And we'd be listening to him. He was just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And now this guy is Grammy nominated. That's crazy. Yeah. It shows. It goes to show that people in your circle can actually reach the levels that you are dreaming of. Which means that it's possible for right. you to get Trade there. That it's possible. All right. Exactly. Trade so that it's possible. I'm going to get there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise. And thank you, as always, for sticking around with me and someone else unpacking a few things from the creatives box one free and easy option that you have to show me that you're liking what you hear or to give me ideas on what you want to hear more of or who you want to hear more from is to go to the show notes click a link filling out a two question survey or you can go to instagram and send me a message or send me an email or send me a smoke signal i don't know until next time uh we'll meet back inside the box listen i have nothing (laughs) i have no idea all right that's enough take care